Hi, I'm Shane Twist and welcome to Behind the Beef, a podcast that gives you a look behind the scenes and into the everyday activities of people behind the beef. Today, we are filling you in on what's been happening at Angus Australia in quarter two of 2021. Following the launch of the program in March, the beginning of the quarter saw the first of the Angus Verified steers to hit the marketplace and earn the honour as the first Angus Verified cattle in the program to be sold. The top 84 of the Maccas Pastoral 2020 drop weaner steers were drafted out for the Gloucester weaner sale on Thursday, April 15th. This was a multi-agent sale with a strong yarding of approximately 1,500 head with good lines of Angus cattle on offer. These steers were put up for auction by Bow and Libbury agents at Gloucester. The results for the Angus Verified steers were 22 head averaging 365 kilos, selling for $1,950 a head or $5.34 a kilo, 22 head averaging 340 kilos, selling for $1,900 a head or $5.59 per kilo, and 40 head with an average weight of 329 kilos, selling for $1,750 or $5.32 per kilo. Macca's Pastoral also put together a run of 402 Angus Verified Steers on Auctions Plus the following Friday, the 16th of April. These steers were also the first Angus Verified cattle offered on Auctions Plus with extremely positive results, with the bulk of these cattle going to Kalara Feedlot and the remaining to backgrounding operations at Gloucester and Armidale. The results for the Angus Verified Steers on Auctions Plus were 265 head averaging 320 kilos, selling for $1,755 a head or $5.48 a kilo, 71 head with an average weight of 252 kilos, selling for $1,600 a head or $6.35 a kilo, and 66 head with an average weight of 309 kilos, selling for $1,700 a head or $5.50 a kilo. In the three months since the launch of the Angus Verified program, we have seen thousands of Angus cattle enter the program, with Angus Verified well received across the supply chain, with inquiries from Angus producers, agents and lot feeders looking to better understand how the program works and what value it can add to their operations, as well as inquiries from non-Angus producers who are considering moving from other breeds into a commercial purebred Angus breeding program. Angus Verified now has a few thousand animals verified in the program. Rodney McDonald, the selling agent for the first Angus Verified Steers to Market, caught up with Angus Australia and let us know his thoughts on the program from an agent's perspective. G'day, Rodney McDonald here from Bowen Library. At Maitland and Gloucester we have two offices and we cover the area through the Manning, the Lower Hunter and the Upper Hunter Valley. Angus Verified is going to be a, a great tool for traceability and, and also marketing for down the food chain. So this will be the first time that you're going to have Angus Australia standing right behind you with their logo and, and, and being able to put their logo on your beef when you go to sell them. A lot of it comes down to marketing, uh, marketing and which always leads on to a little bit extra money and it's always good to be a step in front of anyone else. You know, a lot of our clients have been spending a lot of money on bulls over the years and um, I think they're going to reap the rewards from it and uh, we know that they're producing a, a pure quality Angus beef while there is a lot of Angus cross cattle out there still getting that same premium. I think we'll find that they're going to get rid of those few crossbred cows because they're going to be able to brand their pure Angus cattle with Angus Verified. 
And what we could also find is that it could lift the breed average up even higher on EBVs and so forth. We're going to get more data from your bulls in, in years to come. Um, and this is going to be a wonderful tool for the stud stock as well. So then they can see that their cattle, okay, I've bought the cattle, I've sold them to the feedlot, they've gone to an abattoir has been killed. And then we're going to be able to link it up with data and say that these, these bulls uh, who sired these weaners gave us a marble score of plus five, you know, that's the way it's going. It gives them great confidence that they can go into the marketplace, whether it's Auctions Plus, the sale yards or paddock to paddock, and they're going to know that these cattle are 100% Angus Angus. And uh, being that, and that, that's going to give you a, more, a lot more consistent line of cattle when you're purchasing them, and you know that they're by certain bulls, and that should give you a better, a better run of cattle at the end of the day, and you should be able to hit those markets that buyers are aiming for. Jake Phillips joined the Angus Australia team and began his role as Breed Development Officer in May. Jake will work alongside existing Breed Development Officer Matt Reynolds in the delivery of education and extension programs that will assist Angus breeders with the utilisation of genetic improvement technologies to enhance the profitability of Angus cattle and beef across the beef supply chain. Jake will also be responsible for coordinating the Angus Youth Program, focusing on increasing skill development and capability among young Angus breeders in the key principles of commercial beef production and genetic improvement. Collectively, Jake will work with Matt and Northern Development Officer Jen Pitt in a three-person team that will be responsible for providing support and education to seed stock and commercial Angus members with the key principles of cattle breeding and genetics and the application of genetic improvement technologies. Jake will be regionally based, working from Narracourt in South Australia. Check out our previous episode of Behind the Beef to hear a little bit more about Jake. Beef Australia took place in May with the Angus Australia contingent heading up to Rockhampton for the event. The Angus influence was strong at the event with Angus Australia having a trade stand and hosting a seminar and Angus studs hosting trade displays and multiple studs exhibiting in the show ring. Angus beef was also on display at the Beef Symposium and during the Celebrity Chef restaurant. For a full recap of Angus Australia at Beef, have a listen to episode 9 of the podcast, where we do a deep dive into all that happened and the week that was. The Angus Connect Research and Development Update Autumn 2021 took place May 25th, covering genomic opportunities for commercial breeders, return on investment for Angus Heifer Select, managing and selecting bulls for the use in Northern Australia, the ideal cow size for your environment and understanding Angus Australia's research breeding values. Angus Connect demonstrated the latest research and development coming out of the society delivered by staff at Angus Australia, as well as providing an international perspective with guest speaker Dr Bob Weber from the University of Kansas. To watch Angus Connect, please visit the Angus Australia YouTube channel. The 102nd Angus Australia Annual General Meeting took place in May and saw confirmation that the following directors would form the 2021 Angus Australia Board. From New South Wales, Mrs Erica Halliday, Mr Sam White and new addition, Mr James Laurie. From Victoria, Mr Brad Gilmore and Mr Hamish McFarlane. From Western Australia, Mr Andrew Kuss. From Tasmania, Mr Jock Hughes. And from South Australia, Mr Perry Gunner. 
Exiting the board after his eight-year term was Queensland Director Brett Piranha. Angus Australia thanks Brett for his service to the Angus Australia Board and the Society. At the subsequent board meeting conducted following the AGM, Mr Sam White was re-elected as President and Mrs Erica Halliday re-elected as Vice President for the term up to and including the 2022 AGM. The board also appointed Mr Ben Hill to the vacant position of State Elected Director for Queensland. In very exciting news, the Angus Youth National Roundup is back in 2022, headed to Wodonga, Victoria, January 13th to 16th. With time ticking down to the event, Angus Youth was excited to recently announce the formation of the Roundup Organising Committee, which will assist the Roundup event manager, Tony Nugent, in running the national event. Chairing the newly formed committee will be Annie Pumper from Tabletop New South Wales. Annie comes with a long history in the beef industry, having grown up in the Riverina region on a family-run mixed enterprise operation and being actively involved in the seed stock sector over the last 10 years and is currently working for ABS Australia as a sales representative for both beef and dairy. Tony Nugent will take on the role of Roundup event manager and will be at the helm of running the Roundup with the organising committee. Tony comes to the event with a wealth of experience in the field of event management, stakeholder engagement and communications across the agricultural industry and in September 2022 started her own business, Tony Nugent, specialising in project management, communications and event management. Tony is no stranger to Roundup with her daughter Charlotte competing in the event on multiple occasions. Joining Annie and Tony will be the following committee members. Zoe Cargill, Lockie McLaughlin, Lily Stewart, Jack Laurie, Monique McKinnon, Amy Bolton and Katie McGregor. We look forward to round up 2022 with the cancellation of the 2021 event due to COVID-19 and encourage all of our members to keep an eye out for news on the opening of entries for the event. Sponsorship opportunities are now also available for Roundup 2022, so make sure you visit the Angus Australia website to view the sponsorship options available for the event. Roundup would not be possible without the generous support of our partners, so we thank anybody who is coming on as a sponsor for our big event. Former President of Angus Australia, Mrs Libby Creek, was recently recognised in the 2021 Queen's Birthday Awards with an OAM for her service to the beef cattle industry. Libby spent a lifetime of contribution to the development of the Angus breed in Australia, both as manager of the Basin Angus from 1990 to 2007 and subsequently as a significant commercial cattle producer and contributor to the governance of Angus Australia. Libby has been an active member of the South Australian State Committee of Angus Australia since 1992, also serving as the committee chair between 1999 and 2002. In this role, Libby was instrumental in organising various committee activities, including the beef cattle assessment schools and field trips. Libby has also been a keen representative of the committee in assisting with the conduct of the Angus cattle judging at the annual Royal Adelaide Show. Libby served as a member of the Board of Angus Australia from 2010 to 2019. While on the board, Libby made significant contributions to board committees focusing on marketing and communications, breed development, strategic projects and risk management and served as vice president on the board between 2015 and 16 and president, board chairman, between 2017 and 2018. Since retiring from the board of Angus Australia, Libby has continued to contribute to the society as a member of the World Angus Forum Organising Committee. Congratulations goes to Libby for her well-deserved recognition. 
The review and updating of selection indexes that are published in the Trans-Tasman Cattle Evaluation continues to progress. Andrew Byrne, Angus Australia Breed Development and Extension Manager, has put together a timeline for ongoing work being completed in regard to the selection indexes. Hi everyone, uh, Andrew Byrne, Breed Development and Extension Manager at Angus Australia here. I just wanted to share with you a bit of an update on the review of the selection indexes which are calculated as part of the Trans-Tasman Angus Genetic Evaluation. So during uh, April, uh, we undertook a comprehensive uh, industry consultation process about the selection indexes which were calculated in the Trans-Tasman analysis, and in particular, some of the updates uh, which were made and then subsequently removed to those selection indexes in December 2020. So that industry consultation involved a, a member survey, which uh, we had a, 199 responses to, and also a series of six focus groups, uh, which involved 31 different participants uh, from across Australia. That consultation was uh, really informative in, in uh, understanding what people thought about the selection index, which were calculated uh, in the analysis now, and also some of those updates which were made. Uh, if anyone's interested in the results of those surveys and, and the industry consultation, then they're available on the Angus Australia website now to view. Moving forward with the finish of that uh, industry consultation and, and information that it provided, uh, the Angus Australia board held a full day workshop in late May to review that feedback and then uh, decide on a strategy moving forward. So from that I'm, I'm happy to report that process which will now be followed over coming months is there's a series of research selection indexes which are currently being compiled and those research indexes will expand on the ones which were uh, released in December 2020 but also a, a new range of indexes will, will be provided uh, which better accommodate the um, wide range of breeding objectives which exist amongst Angus members. So the intention is to release those research selection indexes in uh, July, so by the end of July this year, for industry consultation and, and review. So during August we then do some communication around those um, and some education and ex explanation around what those research indexes are and then undertake further industry and another round of industry consultation through September and October to gain feedback from members on those uh, research selection indexes and then subject to, to what that industry consultation is and reveals, then look to make some updates to the selection indexes at the end of November as part of the December uh, Trans-Hasman Angus Cattle Evaluation. So we've now got a process moving forward and I look forward to discussing this further with members over coming months. Um, if anyone has any questions about the selection index review process or, or any of the indexes that are calculated in the Trans-Hasman Angus Cattle Evaluation, please don't hesitate to get in touch with myself or, or other staff at Angus Australia. Thank you. That brings us to the end of this episode of Behind the Beef. Thank you for joining us once again and I hope this episode has gotten you all up to date on the happenings for the Society over the last three months. My recommendation for this episode is to firstly check out the Angus Youth section of the Angus Australia website as a number of excellent scholarship opportunities are coming up through the Scholarships and Bursaries program. Providing chances to take part in industry events across the supply chain, we encourage any young beef enthusiasts and Angus Australia members to keep an eye out for the upcoming scholarship opportunities and to apply for any that you believe may further your personal and professional development. To wrap up the podcast, just a reminder to anybody who hasn't already to subscribe, rate and review the podcast 
and let us know if there are any topics you want us to cover in any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one.